And so, anyway, the question I wanted to ask you is, no, seeing three of his movies, Jordan Peele's movies, how would you compare Jordan Peele to M. Night Shyamalan? Because that's the argument prior to when I had, when we went to talk to you about this movie. I see M. Night Shyamalan as kind of like, like a director that he has like some good films, but in my opinion, his movies like are good, meaning like he sets his movies up really well, the precedent, right. but the, you actually see the movie and the execution of his movies, I feel like they kind of fall short. And I'm wondering if that's, and I was worried that with no, and also kind of with us as well, because they kind of didn't really like us either. I was worried that he's starting to fall into the M. Night Shyamalan um, thing where they come off as directors that seem like they have these unique genius level ideas, but the execution of those ideas in those movies feels like they fall short. The difference between the two for me, I think M. Night, it seems like he comes from the standpoint of means to an end. Like he has a gimmick that he he got the uh, he got the sleight of hand that he needs to pull off, and he's kind of like, what can I do to get there? What do I need to get to pull this trick off? And so I think some stuff would probably be compromised to make it get there more so than a natural reactions or way things are handled. But he needs to get there, so he builds around it. I think Jordan Peele. He does the same thing too in a way, but he also stacks up as far as having layers on top of it, where even when the trick is shown, you can still go back and get more from it. And it's not just the trick, but it's also the characters inside there, their association, what was also being said with those same people. Like you can go back and you can go back for, for more servings from that meal he prepared versus the one it's like almost like a like a soup or curry or something that gets better after you, you know after it sits for a while versus the pizza that's great on that first night but going back to it it's kind of like well the cheese isn't gonna be as good as it was that first night it's still pizza but it was best at that moment and that's fine but that moment will never be like that moment you know that pizza isn't gonna get better but that soup will get better that curry will get better that stew will get better because all the pieces are all in there and it's settling down. It's just like, oh, oh, that was in there too. Oh, okay, okay. So even though you had the mill from it, you could still have more and you don't mind going back to it because there, like I said, it was built up differently. Yeah, I definitely agree with you where when you talk about M. Night Shyamalan, it feels like with, with his movies, like for example, like The Village, we'll use The Village as an example. You've seen that movie, right? Okay. It's a good, it's interesting. People didn't, people didn't like it. And I remember people just turning on the movie in the theater. I remember people were scared the whole time. And when they figured out what was up, people were pissed. And I remember I, the theater just I love. I was disappointed when the final reveal. Yeah. But I actually liked the movie in the overall message that it was saying. But getting back to what you're saying about M. Night style was... I agree with you where I feel like, for example, in the village, he probably came up, oh, let's think of a creature, right? And then he gets, he has this idea for a creature and then he kind of like backfills the story in order to justify yep. this creature, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. But I feel like 
as a writer not that like I'm saying that like I'm like could have done better than M Night but from a writer's perspective like like if I dissect his movies and this is I'm not trying to knock them but it, they feel very I don't want to say rudimentary but it goes only to a certain level the difference between him and um, Peel is that Peel tries to go to a, to a deeper level in his movies He's, he makes the attempt I feel like with M. Night he just wants the effect and he'll do just enough to justify that effect but he doesn't necessarily want to go deep enough the village he tries because there's the whole social commentary about the way they're trying to escape the modern life of how it's just modern life in a city has become so crazy that you just can't live in that type of thing anymore they want to go back to a simpler life i get that 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 he, there's an attempt of a, of a social commentary but it feels this is like okay for example i'll say if M. Night Shyamalan had done Nope, right? Let's say it's the same story, but M. Night done, had done Nope himself. I don't think he would have ever done the thing with the chimp. That chimp, I'm telling you, that chimp story is so far off of left field, but it fits. And there's like a deeper meaning into the thing where you don't think that that's like a level that I, I'm not saying that M. Night can't do that, but. I don't think he tries to go to like a deeper level. He just wants to go enough where it justifies the effect or the spectacle of whatever the monster or creature that he's trying to show to the audience. He doesn't want to necessarily go deeper. I think Peel tries to go deeper in his movies. Yeah, for sure. And your example that you use for the village, even that, you know, the thing about the commentary about society. I don't even think he, I think he just used that to get him in a secluded place, the reasoning yeah. for them to be there more yeah, so. Like, Cause like, even they said yeah. they all had tragedies and stuff. I felt nothing for their tragedy. He has an idea. Yeah. Like I need he to get here and this is what but, I need to. So he kind of, what's that word when you uh, reverse engineer. Yeah. I think he, as a storyteller, he, his stories are more reverse engineer, meaning like I had this gadget, right. That can do cool stuff. But how do I get, let's reverse engineer it so I can justify how this gadget works. But I don't really care about the details, but just enough so that it works and, and, and justifies it being a full gadget. But I don't care about the, just enough. Like he wants to just cover it enough so that you can't say, wait a minute, why do they want to do this? But again, like you said, yes, it, he covers it in the village, but it's not deep enough. No. You, you feel like you're not feeling enough of the of, of the character's decision making to say okay so you have tragedy is it really enough for you to go to this deceptive the lengths of this deception where you actually have a, a new generation of kids growing up under this new is that really enough to do that he doesn't have a lot of nuance jordan peele has nuance i still really enjoy uh, m nice movies and stuff so you know, some of them I don't, but for the most part, I, I love his work and I don't necessarily need him to be like Jordan Peele. I think they're two different types of directors. I think they're both inspired by Hitchcock and directors and films like that. And, and you know, so for that, we would kind of put them in the same box or the same same kind of type of filmmakers. But I think, like you said, if M. Night did get out, the nuances that Jordan Peele would do is something like 
to have a movie where a black guy is going to go visit his, his girlfriend's family, his white girlfriend's family. He's feeling uncomfortable. And to even bring up the stuff he's uncomfortable about, about from different characters to confirm that he's not going crazy. Like he's thinking these things. And, and it's one thing to think about something yourself, but then to have somebody outside of you confirm that too, or to bring that same thing up. That's genius. Cause that's really kind of how stuff kind of goes, you know, versus just walking straight and nobody says nothing. Your buddy don't say nothing to you. How often do you see somebody in their movie where their buddy is kind of like, Hey, maybe that shouldn't have, or the scene where he was thinking like he wanted to go and he was upset because you know, the way her parents are acting. And then she was like, keep Lee Holly was treating you. They act like you was like a piece of meat. The stuff that the audience was thinking, he thought about it and made sure somebody said what the audience was thinking, because if that wasn't being said, you would be like, you need to get out of there. And why aren't you out yet? But he yeah. covered, he covered everything. So the person talking to him, bringing that stuff up kind of deflates the pressure because they didn't have conversations and other stuff didn't come up from other people speaking to his concerns. Then it wouldn't make sense for him to still be there in my mind. Yeah. And so it was kind of like, okay, as long as somebody's voicing it, then we could proceed with caution, but we could proceed. And M Knight doesn't do stuff like that. His stuff is almost more like he treats people almost kind of like chess pieces. And I don't mean it in a bad way, but they just do their move. You know, he does the L shape. He does one at a time. They do diagonal. They have no other characteristics, but what they need to do to get to the spot to win. M Knight just the spectacle he doesn't really care i don't think he cares about going any deeper than he needs to go m knight is trapped by his process he knows his process and he knows how he needs to get there and he'll forever have that skeleton and that skeleton will trap him yeah but maybe he doesn't want to maybe he's happy no, no, it's, i'm not saying he gets good results <laughs> obviously but i'm just saying he goes his way and sometimes people open to expand and open it up that's like, like Jordan Peele. He was like saying how, like sometimes if the actors have something they want to add to the character, let him know. He'll listen to what you say and maybe implement it into the character. And M. Knight, he's kind of like, this is what it says. It's like he has a tone, a style of speech and everything for his characters. And it gives him his results that he wants. He gets what's on the page, but it's not breathing. You know what I mean? It is what he wants it versus like, this could be switched up by a good idea coming from the outside or somebody's perspective that's kind of letting it breathe as you go along. It's yeah. like me, like me doing a drawing, like either I could stay by this sketch and get the outcome, or I might have something great I can add to it and build as I go. Start off with this, with the sketch, but that isn't really where I end up. It's a jumping point. And I think you get different kind of art depending on how you move with that. Yeah. You can have strong yeah. structured, good looking art or you can have a more relaxed free expressive but still within restraints kind of art as well and they're both yeah. good art but one grew within the process and the other one stuck by the playbook and it feels different still good but one speaks to you in a different kind of way and one is just pretty technical art I still feel like Peel has like a, a higher ceiling. And, um, I'm not sure if you saw, he, he also did Twilight Zone, that the new Twilight series. I, I think you just to watch about one to see it. I haven't saw it. Well, they, they, they're not doing any more new seasons, but if you get a chance to watch it, it, it's good. The episodes are really good. My point being that 
I have a lot of high hope for Kyo because I see that it's there. Like even in the even if I'm not necessarily a fan of 100% of his movies,、mm-hmm. I see that in the movies. Even if I don't 100% like his three movies, I still I still see that there's an attempt that he really is trying to do. Whereas I feel like with M Night, this this is just the style.、Mm-hmm. Uh, neither style is right or wrong, but just M Night doesn't care about going any deeper. He just wants to be able to tell the story and justify the spectacle of whatever story he's telling. In years from now, where will we put these directors? Will he'll be like considered like a Scorsese? You know, like. The, I think he he can be. I feel that M Night is not going to get any better than he is. Like this, I don't think he necessarily wants to. I think he's satisfied with whatever process he has, and he's content with with that process as long as it it's giving him enough of the results. Where, like Maroon Five, they're getting all the sales, but they're never going to be seen as like you know an iconic band. They're a popular band. Just like him, would be considered a popular director. Yeah, I think the overall success of of Jordan Peele would be based on an open mind and trust from a strong studio that trusts in his vision, even if the numbers doesn't work out the way they want, and also a trusting and open minded audience to go on that journey with him. And to also be open to like understanding that his projects may not be surface level, and to be all right with that, and be willing to go on that journey to you know dig a little deeper. At sometimes you might have to, you know, if it doesn't get you in the first viewing. It's almost like with certain artists, like Prince, even songs I don't like by Prince, I take it more of it being me not ready to understand where he's going with it than it would be for me to think he made a bad song, because I know. How much he cares about his art, and it must have been something in there. Not that I gotta like it all, but I wouldn't dismiss it as just not being good, because but, to me,、yeah. he's done enough for me to know that he knows what he's doing. But you, yeah, but then, but you know, we both know that Prince is, as an artist, is is a level like you know, in the same way that Zeppelin is. Is when you talk、right. about like Prince's songs are not gonna be like on those stupid like. Now that's what I call eighty song. They're not. It's not going to、yeah. be on type of thing. And so, like Amalon movies will be like on a on a comp- compilation where in the future. Now that's what I call horror movie type of thing. <laughs> it's entertaining, but it's never going to be spoken to in the same reverence as to like. I think in the future, I think Peele's movies will be seen will be spoken in a in a higher reverence than M Night because M Night. I just. Not a bad thing. It's a choice, just like music. If you just want to enjoy, you don't care about the depth of the music. You know, you just want to catch a tune like Maroon Five. It's a good song, good song. Nothing wrong with that. But、yeah. it's not going to be any deeper than you need it to be. But for me, I know that Prince done enough for for me not to be dismissive of stuff from him that I don't just like right off the back. So I give him that credit,、yeah. and so I give that same kind of credit to Jordan Peele. So one thing I'll say, one last thing I'll say about M Night is that okay, so he's currently working on a show called The Servant, and it's not written by him. The story is by somebody else, and even though he writes some episodes and he has some other people write some episodes, including his daughter, 
but for the most part, he's doing his directing thing. It's three seasons in, it's been solid the whole time, and I think the saving grace of the show is the fact that he's not writing. He's mostly the visual and kind of, he has, you know, he plays a part in the way the story goes in a way, but the story is already built. And I think his future will be him finding a writer that complements his directing style or even just working with a writer like this will open him up differently to make him see where his where he could be kind of lacking in and where he can improve so sometimes doing stuff with somebody else can can show you in a way the things that you need to do for yourself or where you have misleadings and or where you may be off at so i think with him doing his art with somebody else will improve his own art in the future so yeah, this may spawn off to make him a better director for cause i can't wait to see what his movies are going to be after doing this that, project that might actually be a good route for him to take because i think he's if he just focuses on the visuals he's great at the visuals his movies are like well done and maybe the weaker point of the weaker part of this uh, process is the actual writing where if it's all him that might not be the strongest point very similar to lucas where i don't know if you know the history of the original star when he when the star wars first came out if it had been done the way he wanted to it would have been like a, a stupid janky movie like yeah. his specialty was not necessarily the story he would he ended up with um married to some woman who actually did a lot of the edit if she hadn't done it the way she wanted it would have been a, a goofy movie. So yeah. maybe in the same way that Lucas is maybe M. Night, if he just focuses on what he's really good at, which is the visuals, he's very good at that. And then let somebody else handle the story. Then yeah, he could, his movies could like go up another level. Or even his stories, but have a co-writer that kind of helps him, you know, flesh it out. Cause he has good ideas and stuff. But like I said, he doesn't stack up. Like yeah. I said, Jordan Peele, he stacks up. He goes across and he stacks up and M. Night just kind of goes across. So like I say, he, he might be better for this collaboration he did with this TV show. So we'll see. Yeah, I'm looking for, I hopefully he will make, obviously he'll probably make more movies, but as he makes more movies, I want to start being able to compare like his evolution and see where M. Night, because for some reason, I, I just want to compare and see how they both do, because I feel like they're not the same, but they're the same in the sense that they both are non-white directors mm -hmm. who both come off as i don't want to say geniuses but they when whenever you hear like oh so so Peel is coming out with a new new movie or m night everyone is always initially excited when every time you hear about either one of them so that shows you that different people diversity and stuff like that have different perspectives and when somebody learns to lean into their own that makes them stand out because they could make the same moves everybody else is making but they leaned into their perspective on how they see things and how they feel about stuff and even with that even if it's the same boring tropey movie if you have your way of seeing it like i said we saw plenty of movies of people going to go visit the parents i ain't never seen one like that no you know what i mean so i've seen plenty of ghost tales and stuff like that but i've never seen one like six cents so people have their their perspective and if they know it and they lean into it, it look out you know you're going to see something special and something definitely different uh, among all the 
cookie cutter stuff that other folks are doing. Hey, we're going to stop this conversation here, but we're going to hit you back with another one soon. Hey, it's Jay. If you enjoyed my conversation with Joselito, check out our conversations where we talked about the movie The Norseman, Everything Everywhere All at Once, as well as the latest Dune movie. Thanks for listening. Until next time, peace. Thanks for listening, and please like and subscribe. Be sure to check out past and future episodes of this show, along with my other shows entitled The Movie Bench Quarterbacking Podcast and The J and Podcast, available now on all streaming platforms. Until next time, peace. Peace.